host, Dr. Brian McDonough, and welcome to Coronavirus Today. It is Sunday, September 19th, 2021. I am now down to about one per week of these episodes because I don't want to repeat a lot of things. But uh, as you know, we started with a daily report and we have moved on to weekly and we will continue as long as necessary. And sadly, it continues to be necessary. Right now in the world, there's 228,278,071 cases. 4,688,437 people have died of COVID-19. In the U.S., 42,052,055 cases, 673,476 people have died. In the last 28 days, 44,846 have died. And that is sad because we do have a vaccine. Unfortunately, it is still not uh, being widely accepted. Certainly it is accepted, but not certainly as widely as we would like it to be. Um, I wanted to take a look at some of the different numbers so you can make your own decisions on things. First of all, the states that have the highest rate of COVID cases, remember this is not all population driven, it's the rate of COVID cases. In the last month, Tennessee has been first followed by North Dakota. Obviously they don't have the most people, but they have the highest rate of cases. As far as the highest number of cases, and this is based on populations, California, Texas, and Florida. But the number that I look at, but I think the number you need to look at, is the highest death rate. Remember, death rate isn't the highest number of deaths. Clearly, the major states will have the highest number of deaths with population. It's the highest death rate. Now, number one, which is very, very concerning because you've got such a large number of people, is Florida. So, Florida has a really high number of people, but has the highest death rate. So think about the highest death rate in a state like Florida means a lot of people are dying. Second is Mississippi. Third is South Carolina. Fourth is Idaho. Idaho is very interesting because in the last two weeks in the state of Idaho, they actually have had to put in a declaration because they are literally having to triage healthcare now at the ICU level. They're only going to take people who in the ICU who are at the greatest uh, potential chance for the greatest potential for help and also the greatest risk of dying. So Idaho is essentially um, rationing health care, which I never thought we'd hear about in our country, but because they have such a high death rate, uh, that's problematic. Fifth as high death rate is Louisiana, followed by Georgia, Arkansas, Texas, West Virginia, and Wyoming. So let's go through it from one to 10 again. Florida, Mississippi, South, South Carolina, Idaho, Louisiana, Georgia, Arkansas, Texas, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Now, if you look at the numbers, not making a comment here, but it is something to look at, because you want to look at leadership and see where they are as far as vaccination and take a look at the overall stats regarding vaccination. Because what we're seeing is that if people are not vaccinated, there is a far greater chance of hospitalization, intensive care admission, and death. So you want to look at these states that have the high death rates and see what their vaccination rate is, or are they successful? I can tell you, for instance, Idaho, they're at 40%. So if you're at 40% vaccine rate, it is no wonder that you are going to have a significant issue as far as uh, issues with uh, getting sick and dying. So that's kind of where we are with COVID. We know the vaccines are making a big difference and we want to encourage people to get vaccine if and when possible. So if you're hesitant, try to look at these numbers and see what's going on. The other thing I wanted to look at is just healthcare in general. You know, physicians, nurses, and many other allied health professionals 
have received significant training. They have training to prepare themselves for the inevitable emotional issues that are part of the job of caring for people at a time of illness. Month after month, caring for critically ill COVID-19 patients, even with that training, is starting to have a psychological impact on the caregivers, especially in the hospital setting. Uh, most of the country has uh, about 30% vacancies in critical health care personnel. The percentage is particularly high in nursing. Now, if you've ever been in a hospital, you know, is the nurses were the backbone of patient care. Their toll has been especially great. And those that remain are forced to do more as they take on more shifts in the face of the shortage. So um, please think of healthcare workers with this and uh, realize that this battle is uh, getting worse in many ways because uh, there is a frustration of knowing many of the people wouldn't have to be hospitalized, but also it just is going on month after month. Remember, wash your hands. Thank you.